Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com. All right, guys, we got a pretty special episode that's going to get to you here. Um, but first off, you know the drill. You got to check that disclaimer in the description box. Give it to our new man, Steve. Make Steve, his life baby. easy. Steve. Click Steve. the See More button. Click that Steve More button. See More button, not Steve More button. Steve More, baby. Steve. Click Steve More to read about stuff. Guys, we got all new merch. We restocked Columbo merch. We got these new these new shirts and shit that are out there. If you want them, you better go crazy. Trillionairestore.com. And please, for the love of God, for the love of no, Jesus but it is important Christ. to say those we get them on a limited basis. Those are for uh, you know, the, the they're limited run. So and yeah. there are so many people complaining that they didn't get them the last time. Get them before they sell out. Yeah, yeah. So uh, and you're also gonna want to you know we're we're six thousand subscribers away to the famed fifty thousand uh, mark. At which point we will smooch each other. Uh, you got only till the end of the year to tell your friends and create fake accounts and sign up. So you get, you got to get your ass out there. So you gotta, do all the things. Like, yeah, like subscribe. It. We want to hear from you. Comment on the audio stuff. And now should we get straight to this great episode with these great guests? Let's have a very realistic, um, totally natural cut transition do to like the Scooby-Doo interview. Do like a thing. No, that's um. This is a uh, the Wayne's World. Yeah, Wayne's World. All right, give us a Wayne's World. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Monkey at the Beat Band. Kramer, when I get done with you, yeah. are you ready? Fill me up, Bill. Bitcoin solves this. Bitcoin hundred thousand. <laughs> All right, guys, here's the deal. Um, yeah, we got this boat, but we're not the most experienced sailors. That's Seamen. Seamen. Come on, man. We're not the most right experienced there. seamen. We're not going to lie to you. Yeah. But And so we've been out to sea for quite some time now. We haven't seen any sign of life, but we have finally seen our first sign of life. Two hot, two hot singles. I would go as far as to say hunks. Hunks. And uh, lots of YouTube meat. Let's see if we can get them on the boat. Yeah, let's. Uh, we're bringing out none other oh. than Colin and Samir. Colin and Samir, welcome, Colin and Samir, to the boat. Permission, the... To, come aboard? permission oh. to come on board. Aboard. Permission granted. Right. Damn, I fucked up my my words there. <sighs> you know, I I do have a first question as you guys are getting plugged in. Colin, are you kind of a cartoon character guy too? In the sense, in that what you, way? You wear like the same shit every day. <laughs> oh, oh. Wait, uh, who else is a cartoon character? Me. Oh, I may give off that appearance, but no, I do. I do change a lot. Oh, okay. a lot of outfits. Yeah, because I, I normally, 
in the colder months, I have a very similar sweatshirt that I wear okay. all the time. And I just thought, oh, man, I should have done that because we both have on light blue pants and then we both have on our blue sweatshirts. Hmm. Wait, so you met this guy for the first time and you just assumed, oh, he must only wear that because <laughs> I do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's okay. not how you work, too. No. We are working on our outfits, though, because we, we've spent the last 10 years together and we just tend to dress exactly the same and we show up to work quite often in the exact same outfit. Jesus, really? Yeah, it's bad. I'll be honest, too. I had another outfit planned. It's in the car. He's got his old closet in the car. Right? What was the other outfit? Uh, it was like a, a black denim shacket with a white shirt underneath I, and then some like uh, cool Carhartt style pants. Damn. Maybe midway through the show, there's an outfit. Yeah. I just didn't Without have enough time. And so this is like, this is my everyday outfit. So I guess maybe you're right, actually. This is like the the right regular man's outfit. Yeah. 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 I feel like we should have coordinated. I went very, it's, you know, Indian summer in LA. You guys are ready for fall. Ben is wearing what he always wears. Yeah. I always just wear a t-shirt and pants. Mm. Hmm. This is a nice shirt, Fashion, though. guys. Hey, yeah, what yeah, color, yeah, what yeah, color yeah. do you guys think Close. this is? This, That's uh, teal. That's teal? teal. Okay. That's teal. It's objectively yeah. teal. Teal? I'll go with teal. Okay. We had a big discussion before you guys came. Um, that this Emil thinks it's green. <laughs> and everybody else said, no, idiot. That's a blue, a bluish green. Yeah. 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 Which so, is a bluish green. That's true. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, what's up, everybody? Yeah. Hi. <laughs> hi. Yeah. Uh, we weren't sure if we should give you guys a proper... Do you want to, like... Our audience likely knows who you are, but if you want to, I thought YouTube Meat was relatively appropriate. Yeah, hunks of YouTube Meat. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you are two hunks. You got yeah. great heads of hair. Look at <laughs> wow. you guys. Wow. Yours is so feathery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very different heads of hair. Yeah. Totally yeah. different. Yeah. I also shampooed last night, so it's yeah. Different. I shampooed this morning. Yeah. Oh, it's. This I have to, do you plan your shampoos? Yeah, I have to do it like every third day. Yeah. Second yeah. or third day because it gets too oily. Right. You haven't shampooed in ages. Uh, I do yeah. it. One, I do it once a month. <laughs> Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. Okay, so for people who don't know who we are, um, we're Colin and Samir. We've been on YouTube for the past 10 years and a bunch of different iterations. Uh, we started our career with a sports channel called the Lacrosse Network. And today we have a channel called Colin and Samir that covers the creator economy. We interview some of the top creators in the space and we talk about the latest news in the space. I said space twice. And if you want That's a okay. better, they have a very nice, almost 10 minute video, nine minute video about the story of Colin Samir. It's true. I mm-hmm. think that I feel like it's getting outdated. Well outdated, but um, but it but is our story. I liked yeah. your it guys. I liked your guys' entourage uh, reference. Yeah, you guys are I, trying to be entourage. Yeah, who would you guys be? Would one of you be? Um, What's the main guy's name? Vinny. Vinny, Vinny Chase. Chase. Vinny Chase. Vinny yeah. Chase. Who would be yeah. Vinny Chase? I think Samir would probably be the Vinny. I've always wanted to be right. Vinny. Chase. Does that make you E? Ah, uh, maybe more of a turtle. <laughs> Oh, no, yeah, I mean, if, no, I don't think you're a turtle. Who would I be? Would I be E? Yeah. I like E's very business-minded. Yeah, you're not E. Drama? I don't know where that leaves me. Turtle or drama or, are the worst ones, probably. Or, or you're Billy, uh, what's his name? <laughs> yeah. the, the crazy director in his yeah. underwear, that guy. That dude, Billy. Billy. Oh, yeah. The, hey, what the, fucking yeah. year is it? Yeah. Am I right, guys? <laughs> sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Let's say, no, what about TikTok? <laughs> oh, you know? yeah. Oh, TikTok. Well, wait, real fast. Yeah. I did want, I don't know where this fits in. It was just something that I wanted to put in the notes. Um. This is how elegant we are with our transitions. But uh, when I first met you at the yeah. June Shine event, because we were all you know going over the outline and like, oh, what are we going to talk about? And one thing I was saying to the crew was uh, when we sat down and spoke for the first time, I found myself in this funny position where I was like, oh, man, the, I was having a really good conversation with that guy. And I could have just sat there the whole night. Yeah. But I had that feeling of like, 
Yeah, but this guy probably doesn't want you to talk his ear off the whole night. You better just leave him alone. And fuck I had out the exact same it. anxiety. By really? The way. Yeah, I was sitting oh. next to you, and I was like, I don't. This is a new relationship. I don't know when yeah. we're supposed to end this conversation. Yeah, and I, I don't understand. Yeah, my my brain very much goes to like this guy probably wishes you would fuck off. So just like <laughs> <laughs> we were both also though weirdly early to the party. I yeah. want to reference that because we were there. This is Cody's June shine launch event. His new flavor. So we're both there and the it's a very sparse room because we're there on time. Yes. Which was probably the first part of the mistake. Who, so, who initiated the conversation? I think I think, did. I, think I did. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sounds about right. Cause I was, I, cause we had talked about coming on the show. So I was yes. like, I should probably develop some rapport with you. Yeah. You know? And uh, which was very us being early was a very non LA thing, I guess. And considering the fact that it was all the way in Malibu, right? You're early to everything. Yeah. 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 Just ask my ex-wife. That's like you know. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or you should, if you had said, come. You come. Yeah, but I didn't. Oh, That's not oh, what we oh, do, oh, by oh, the oh, way. Yeah. We're not just like going to be like, uh. Hey, Look, that thing joke. we just did, we don't do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're so much more than that. Please like <laughs> us. Just Please, God. <laughs> also, okay. I, this but, might embarrass you, but the, no, go ahead. it just reminded me the funniest thing that happened that night was you were probably in the bathroom because you two got you guys were just sitting there talking the whole night. And I was walking by and you were like, Emil, come here. And I was like, what's up? And you were like, does everyone think I'm weird? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? And I was like, no, no one. Was I high? I wasn't I high. <laughs> I wasn't. And then I was just like, you're fine. What was the context? Why did I? You just called me over. You were like, does everyone think I'm weird? Huh. Hmm. Maybe I had read a comment that said like, yeah, that was probably in it. some Gen Z talk that I don't get, like Ben is out of pocket. And I'm like, cool, <laughs> that's good, right? Or S tier. Do you guys get, you're over, you're both over 30. Yeah. 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 Do you get. Are you guys over 30? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I oh, think I'm, is, I'm yeah. probably the oldest. I what? love the surprise in your voice. So no, that's great. That's uh, warming my heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How old are you? Going to be 35 in a couple oh, weeks. Amazing. Yeah. Beautiful. Wait, why? What? Are you <laughs> no, older sorry. than that? No, no, no. Not older than that. But that's <laughs> great. I look good? <laughs> no, yeah. You look great. No, you look great. Yeah, you guys look yeah, great. You look great, man. Yeah. Fuck yes. Thank God. I'm not 35. That's disgusting. Okay, I yeah. It's too late. Yeah, I agree. It's gross. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, you want to think about finding a new Wait, what was the question, though? What type of comments do you get? Oh, just like Gen Z. Lingo, and I shouldn't even call it that because it's probably it's not even Gen Z anymore. It's just everybody says it. But like, yeah, I didn't know what out of pocket was at first. I didn't know what S tier was. S tier is good. Yeah, no, that's familiar. a good thing. Yeah, I'm familiar. Um, yeah, and there's thirty three man. S tier, S tier is top of the tier. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. why? That's not even the highest letter. Yeah, I don't know. It goes S no. A. Yeah, it goes S. It means superb. Yeah. What does the A stand for? Awesome. Awesome A. So A is good too. A is good too, yeah. yeah. But S, not as S good is as better S. than A. Yeah. S is better than A. Okay, yeah. cool. So if you like this, be sure to comment S tier in the comments. <laughs> Please, God. Uh, by the way, can we make that a little bigger? I feel like I'm at the optometrist. There we go. It looks can- like we're uh, we're supposed to connect on New Jersey. I see. Oh That's yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. We also played lacrosse right. too. Uh, yeah. Coming yeah. up in the show. <laughs> yeah, got it. Emil and Colin, yeah, coming up on is Colin and Emil. Yeah, should we get to it later? Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's maybe let's yeah. let's. That's Did I jump re- the that, gun there? On that's the, probably the no, whole retention the strategy of the podcast. You know, like yeah, at okay. some point, we'll connect. Someone sitting at home, like, yeah. come on, <laughs> I know you're both from Jersey. Just <laughs> fucking find it. Talk about Wawa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you know Wawa? Of course, come on. Nice. nice. Yeah. Even I know Wawa, man. Yeah. I'm from even because we not even just there. We went to New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's, it, that's every Jersey boy's. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you're from somewhere else. Come to Wawa. Do you believe Central Jersey exists? I live in Central Jersey, so yeah. Whoa. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm from Central Jersey. Yeah, yeah, I don't me live too. There now, but Monmouth County, Mercer County. Interesting. Okay. Okay. 
you're from LA, right? Yeah. Born yeah. Cool. Raised. Where again? <laughs> <laughs> Where in LA? Yeah, well, because I remember asking you at the June Show thing, and I I'm think... from the west side of LA. I grew up in the uh, Pacific Palisades, right by oh, uh, wow. Topanga. Very nice. Yeah. Long Beach. That area. Nice. Yeah. Seven oh, Eleven. Beach, beach cities. Sure. Seven Eleven. Yeah, yeah. Subway. Yeah. 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 Totally. So you get it because you guys got Wawa. Yeah, 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 but yeah, you yeah. brought it up. Hey, do you yeah. think that Central LA exists? Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen it. Yeah. What the fuck? Did, what did that mean? What is the Jersey? Because uh, th- people a- from North Jersey say that there's just North and South Jersey, and people from South Jersey say, "Oh, you're like like for me when I tell them where I'm from, like if I tell a South Jersey person, they're like, you're from North Jersey, and if I tell a North Jersey person, they go, you're from South Jersey.' Oh, that's uh, does that a- happen to you? Yeah, it's just a thing. I yeah, know. and I go, no, I'm from Central Jersey. Cool. It is cool. You would know. Yeah, you would if you, you know. If you understood. Are you a big Springsteen guy too? Huge. I mean, there's a photo oh, of him man. on my wall in my living room framed that, oh, that I have in my living room and all my brothers have and my dad has. Hell so, yes. Yeah. Wow, you guys, uh, yeah. whenever I have to take a pee break, okay. he it's he pulls up Springsteen and Makes plays sense. Springsteen. And but we And we kind of go into uh, why he's so great. You know, we talk about some- We don't. You do. Oh, yeah. Because I'm yeah, peeing. Yeah. But I'm talking to the audience and we're all talking- We're all having a conversation about, about it. you know, some great Springsteen performance. Yeah, you know, usually invo- you usually play a clip where he's kissing one of his band members. I do like. I really love the pictures of him and Clarence Clemens kissing. Yeah, I mean, amazing. Yeah, it's uh, it's the ultimate male friendship. Wow, so that's where the creator economy used to be, right? Yeah. Right, that's the right. 1970s yeah. and 80s. Yeah. You Zoom got forward. Bruce Springsteen live on stage kissing his uh, guy, and then you got us now <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> yep. Well, we are teasing actually. No joke, uh, that we need to hit 50,000 subscribers by the end of the year. And to entice the viewers, we're going to kiss on screen. How do you guys feel about that? Sure, man. Yeah, Yeah, that's great. You got to do what you got to do. As a a 30-plus-year-old YouTube creator, you (laughs) kind of just got to go for it, you know? But let me ask you a question. Why should people subscribe? For the kiss. Outside of the kiss. They come to the party. They're like, I'm subscribed. I'm here for weekly videos. That's a great question. Uh, They should subscribe... Because um, we're the only show that is fun about breaking down uh, finance and politics news yeah. in a way that's not a snooze. Oh, that Very was, good. That nice. was nice. Just that off was nice. Top that of the was old nice. Man, so, maybe I should stop shampooing. So, so maybe we should get into some finance and politics. Okay. Yeah. You know, in a fun way, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what we do. There, there was a gaping hole. Um, in the uh, in this in the space, there was there's a ton of shows about finance and stocks, but they're boring as all get out. They just suck. Sure. And even I, as a professional licensed day trader, I don't get any value from those. I just I fall asleep. They're way too long. They're like two hours of a guy just going over charts and shit. And yeah, and a lot of it's over my head too because they get into the real nitty gritty technical stuff. And yeah, I find myself talking to him about a lot of the shit and he doesn't know anything. He's sure. just a big dum-dum. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, the, he's the good looks of the what? show. <laughs> he's just there. And uh, yeah, we, and people seem to really resonate with it. So that, that's, a, that's why people should subscribe. They, they're getting something. They're getting something. You said it better. Yeah, I was. No, anyway, no, let's go with Emil. Like, I yeah. mean, Emil rhymes. Just, just re- <laughs> yeah, rewind <laughs> back. I didn't have a listen fuck. to Emil's pitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. 
Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Everyone was like, yeah, you nailed it. And then Ben's like, yeah, no, let me just let me just uh, redline a little bit, yeah, note yeah. it up. Uh, have you then- guys seen on Netflix, there's a documentary about the whole GameStop kind of era? Yeah. Have you watched it or no? I haven't watched it. I'm just curious because I I couldn't believe that that was already a movie. Yeah. It it feels like that was so recent, like that whole wave during the pandemic. And it feels like to me, that's when everyone got into day trading. And even when, when buying stocks and the, and the meme culture and like the creator space all started to overlap in this Venn diagram. Mm -hmm. And you saw the incredible impact that internet communities could have on the markets. And I, it's actually something that when you you zoom out, like what that revealed does seem like a really big deal. I'm mm-hmm. curious your guys' experience with that time because that's kind of when, unfortunately, I got a little bit into, I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. No, everybody did. This is exciting. May I? I wasn't even going to say anything. Oh. <laughs> Are you well, okay? Does yeah. make you nervous? No, not at all. Okay. Totally fine. Because we got in the car after the party, and he was right, like, right. "I really like that yeah. guy." But go Shut ahead. up, dude! Can you just fucking relax? Oh shit, that's next on the agenda. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, that's actually how this this show came about because mm-hmm. Noel would text me and ask me to break it down for him what got was it. going on. Yeah. And we would also talk shit because there'd be people screenshotting their losses or their gains, and then he said hey, have you ever thought about doing a finance show? And I was like, hell yeah. Where do I sign? I don't know. Yeah, what does that mean? Where do I even get started with something like that? Uh, But it was equal parts cool and frustrating for me as someone who's been doing it for so long, seeing people with no experience 
Dave Portnoy, perfect example. Yeah. He's just all of a sudden on there, gets in at the very bottom when we just rallied relentlessly and just within a few weeks we're back to all time highs and he's doing his uh live stream every day Dave going Day Trader, yeah, yeah Davy Day Trader stocks only go up. I yeah. I swear to God I'm I just made two hundred thousand dollars in Boeing. Oh my fucking God. And that was the promise of that era was yes. that it only goes up. Right? Yes. And I, I kept, bought into that promise. <laughs> a lot of people yeah. did. As did I. And yeah. I wish it was a promise. <laughs> I wish that I I wish that we had had this back then because I feel like, oh man, that was the perfect time to have a show like this. And, you know, better late than never. But yeah, it's uh it's sad to watch people then give back a lot of those gains if they even had gains to begin with. And yeah, again, that's kind of something that I'm hoping to help people avoid because I made all those mistakes early on, penny stocks and then getting into options and whatnot. Um, but it's good. I'm glad that people on a ma- on such a massive scale are taking an interest in it and watching. Because back in the day, the only talk online about stocks was relegated to like shitty websites where uh, there's message boards like Yahoo Finance had message boards. There were one-off little websites. He had Twitter a little bit, but there was no central place for coordination like Reddit mm-hmm. and like Twitter really being utilized in this way. And it's it's cool. There is a little bit of like power to the people kind of thing, which is GameStop's, what's, what's their slogan? Power to the players? Yeah. yeah, but there are drawbacks because then it doesn't always work. It doesn't continue. You're not going to have AMC is not going to be the next GameStop. Whatever happened, Bed Bath and Beyond is not going to be the next AMC, and it kind of sets. It kind of spoiled everybody. I think. Yeah, I think it also um, for everyone who is brand new to it, uh, it created the same sensation as gambling, right? Like, oh, of yeah. course, it's like this holy shit feeling, and like. Numbers on a screen, whether it's subscribers on YouTube or dollars in your bank account or, you know, stock prices, mm-hmm. I feel like we can't really, f- you can't like feel them. We're, I, I've become like numb to seeing numbers on a screen. Big time. You know, like you don't, there's no like tangibility to any of this. So the, my biggest problem with it was having absolutely zero idea when you're supposed to pull out. Right. Well, no, we were idea. just talking about those zero I mean, idea because they would get creators. Yeah, it would be like Weeble and sure. whoever they would be like, do an ad for us, and they would, you know, they'd be like, it's as simple as that. I look at the stock. If it seems to be going up, I buy, and then when it seems like it's going to start going down, I sell. And it's just like they were like, oh, it's just it's that simple. It goes up for a while, mm. and then it's going to start going down, and you sell before that happens. And they were making it seem like it was the easiest thing in the world for everyone. Yeah, to figure out. And for a while, it was. Everyone thought they were a genius. Not me, man. I was fucking, that's where, excuse me, having too much knowledge really got in my way. So it was very frustrating seeing people just like, man, I'm just making so much money. I'm like, fuck, I'm not because I'm trying to trade against you. Yeah, But the market's just, right. I had to wait for like right now is a great trader's market and I'm fucking, I'm loving it. I don't even want to hear that. I I just like, I said, I'm not logging into this anymore. I'm done. I'll I'll check on it in, in 10 years. That's a good attitude yeah. to have. Because I was like, yeah. listen, I'm, I like one of my friends called me one time. I was and I was all stressed out because like I was getting into it every day. There was an era where like everyone was in it. In the pandemic, there was like not much to do. So you were like, right. we were making YouTube videos, and then most of the or not most, but there was a ton of YouTube videos where people also made a lot of money covering what was going on. So it was almost like this this cycle, right, of like finance as content, and then 
you could actually interact with it, which is why it was so powerful. Yeah. Like someone would tell the story of, of how much money they made or like GameStop. And then you could just log into Robinhood and be like, well, let me just play the game too. Right. And like play into this, this cycle that was going on, um, which was really exciting and really interesting. And then the, you, you lived in the fantasy world of it just keeps going up. Right. You know? Yeah. I think for me, it was, it was stressing me out on a day to day basis. And then I would look and I'd be like, I own two shares of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, that just yeah. like ruined my morning. Oh, yeah. That's what, so uh, my what friend, am I doing? My friend Mike called me and he goes, dude, are you losing sleep over like a hundred bucks? No. And I was like, yes. Yes, wow. I am. And he wow. was like, what's, what the hell are you doing? And I was like, oh, you're right. I got to, this is crazy. Like, I got to get out of this. I got to just like get get out of this. See, now that makes me feel really good about where I'm at psychologically in my career trajectory because I'm, and this isn't meant to sound like a brag or anything, but I'll, like over the last month, I had my um, trading account up to like 120 grand and then it dropped down to like 30 and then it dropped down to 20 and I was thinking, fuck, God damn it. Okay. All right. Keep it cool. And then now it's back up to 75 and I'm, I'm like, I'm okay. That's a normal, that's not normal, but dealing with a hundred bucks, a hundred bucks fluctuation. I'm like, God, I remember those days. Yeah. Now it's because mostly it's not my money. Way rather a hundred bucks fluctuation than losing 90 grand. Yeah. It sucks. (laughs) But like, are you losing 90 grand? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like what you have to now go back to whatever you put in and be like, what, like that, all of that, that for me, like the volatility of that, I was like, I, I literally, there was one day I was just like, I only know how to make money the old fashioned way for me, which is like, I'm going to go make something and work and someone's going to pay me and that's how I'm going to make money. (laughs) Oh, I miss those days. There's a lot of great ways to make money and I'll stick with those for the rest of. Yeah. I feel like you also very easily could have become a man of vices. I, I you know am I mean? like, a like, man you, of no, no, no. Yeah, you yeah. are, but like you're very like you're in control. I, I have of your to vices. be. I have to really focus on being in control of my vices. What are your vices? Like meaning, like okay, so like very, very simply, like um, right now, the only real vice I have is coffee, and that's it. Because, <laughs> oh, man, because I thought it was gonna be like <laughs> cigarette. The, the only real red. vice <laughs> I have: drinking, gambling. Yeah, that's good though. Good for you. That's it. Coffee. That's it. But but it's because I know how easy it is for me right. to slip into vices i have to fill my time with like other things and yeah. and get really into something yeah um and that happened with both like crypto and stocks during baby crypto yeah because crypto i was like oh i get i don't understand stocks but i get crypto it's all about branding and storytelling mm-hmm. i got that you know it's like it, which one has the best storyline that's essentially what people are buying into is a story right because at the end of the day currency is a story sure right yeah selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage shopify's there to help you grow Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. 
Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. I don't mean to get into this now, oh, but I guess yeah, we're here. No, we landed here. Yeah, yeah. It has value because we tell ourselves yeah, it has yeah. value. and it, yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry, I didn't mean to like... No, but that, no, no, <laughs> no, 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 yeah, but I'm just saying that's what, like, it's storytelling. Yeah. And that's like the, the fundamentals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me just do my vice real quick. <laughs> but yeah, the, the, the fundamentals of storytelling apply to the, the reason we all believe in, you know, any currency. I mean, that said, you called me frantically yelling about Doge yeah, going up okay. and how much right. money you were making. And then I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. I need Let to get on Robinhood like right now. Yeah. I don't want to brag, but there and was I a I couldn't time. find the confirmation email for Robinhood. And meanwhile, <laughs> I'm still on the phone with him and he's like, it's going up, it's going up, it's going up. Did you buy it at the top? No, I, 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 I'm just going to say something real quick. I what? became a Dogecoin thousandaire. Fuck yeah. That's good for it. you. And it was dope. Bought me a birthday gift. Did and you I bought him a birthday it? gift. No. <laughs> Do you still have it? Yes. Fuck. It's going to come back up. Don't <laughs> it'll go, it'll every, go back up. It, probably. Here's the rule for everyone watching. It always goes back. I can't even say that yeah. with a straight face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lack of education is like a real problem in there because it was such a exciting vice. But that was like what Colin's saying, like the vices that needed control. Like I had these little moments of validation that I was right and mm -hmm. right early too. Yeah. Um, I actually, I bought, like I bought Bitcoin in uh, 2013. Good for you. Fuck yeah. Well, mm, okay. Yeah. Long. Storytelling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me finish the story. So I bought it for... Um, it was at like 750 bucks, something like that. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was earlier, but whenever it was that, whatever year that was, um, I bought uh, two Bitcoin. And for me at that time, that was a lot of money. Uh, we, we weren't making much money as creators. We were just like, you know, doing our production work and uh, making money here and there. And I was like, sure, I'll buy uh, two Bitcoin. And it then went down to 500. And I was like, fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> that was the early sign of me being like, I probably shouldn't be involved in this game at all. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. That's you didn't my... hear Hodel. 
Huh? You didn't hear Hodel. Well, that wasn't even a brand at the time. Right, right. Had right. that been, you know, a, a hashtag at that time, maybe I would have. I don't blame you. I would have fucking lost my, you know. So what? You lost like five hundred bucks, and you're like, "Fuck this." Yeah. I bought like five bitcoins at the shit for nerds thousand, and they sold them at fifteen hundred, and I felt like Mister Cool. Yeah. And I thought, I'm not touching this again. I made a little money, and then we all know what happened. Right. Mm. Uh, but I'm glad you said that about. Feeling, what did you say about like feeling confident and and the social media thing? Because one thing that I've noticed a lot about the rise of social media and the rise of of Reddit and everything in the wake of the GameStop stuff and COVID and everybody being at home and everybody getting into the game is everybody is an expert kind of now and not everybody, but the the people like I'll read a, a Reddit. Post. Yeah, but now those guys have pivoted. So all those guys who were running TikToks about finance stuff in their portfolio, now they're all uh, fitness guys. They all mm-hmm. it's just all gym stuff. That's funny, probably. But no, I'll read. Real. A, I'll thank you. I'll, is it real? Look at yeah, I'll <laughs> did Liver King used to be? Evil. Look at the agenda. It's literally next on the agenda. <laughs> TikTok <laughs> finance bros turn into fitness guys. Oh yeah, yeah there yeah, it is. You see that? There it is. Well, wow, yes, I links. certainly uh, see that. Yeah, but right under Ben was nervous about if Samir liked him after June took part. You guys can't see the agenda, but it's clearly right there. Yeah, shit. <laughs> but there are so I'll read a Reddit post that's super lengthy and i'm like wow this person really knows what they're talking about they're really intelligent holy shit and then at the very end it's like they reveal their position size and it's like two thousand i've got two thousand dollars in this position and i'm 19 and i'm like oh this is just the i forgot that we're in that we're still in that age it's just the next iteration because i experienced the same thing on the yahoo finance message boards where like someone all you have to do is be really good at branding really good at selling whatever stock that you're pumping and people will believe that you are an authority. People will believe. And that's something I wanted to bring up later. But like, for example, just this last weekend, my TikTok was loaded with financial experts who are talking about, did you see anything about Credit Suisse this yeah. weekend? Yeah. Credit Suisse is a, one of the biggest banks in Europe, one of the biggest banks in the world. And their insurance for their defaulting, their credit default swaps were going up like majorly, which I guess to can indicate that they are maybe facing insolvency issues. So everybody's doing the green screen thing where they're like pointing like, guys, look at this, Credit Suisse. Some woman called it Credit Suisse, and I'm like, oh, so you don't know what you're talking about because you can't even say the fucking name of it right. But Credit Suisse's um, credit, uh, default swaps are like going through the roof. Everything's about to get really fucking bad. And then I get like prepper guys being like, everything's, I'm telling you, within the next two days, you guys better all go to the store and buy stuff. And then there's all the nuclear war stuff. And I started to kind of feel it myself. I'm like, oh shit, man, maybe I need to start shorting the fuck out of everything as soon as Monday hits. But then Monday morning before the bell, I'm like, wait, I've been in this situation before where... If everybody online especially is talking about doom and gloom and everything's about to fucking crash and tank, it's probably not gonna. Mm. And I felt really good because I'm like, oh, yeah, this is where my experience comes into play. And this is where it's really a hard thing to develop. But just being able to separate yourself from all of that FUD, as they call it. Sure. And making a, a wise decision. So I went f- 
really long on Monday and yesterday and today. And that's kind of how I saved my account temporarily. By the way, I'm not always on the brink of like losing my shit. I just had a yeah, bad month. Sure. But yeah, it, it was. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> Lay off. No, anyway. Ben, he's like, he's like pretty cool. No, you're cool, right? Yeah. Yeah. Meet him at a party. You'll like him. Yeah. You guys don't think that I'm weird, right? No, you don't no, think no, that no, I'm too no, weird? No, no, I don't look not. like a big bird. Yeah. I don't look no. like the human version of Big Bird, the Sesame Street character. Because my brother never used to say my that head shit once. to me all yeah. the time. Yeah. No. And then when I see my side yeah. profile, I'm like, damn, that does look like Big Bird. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. But anyway, yeah, so that's 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 all I'm trying to say. No, sure, yeah. The yeah, social yeah. media can actually be a tool if so you're buy Credit Suisse. Selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. So, yeah, what yeah, did you do? Yeah, what did you <laughs> I say? Just, I bought a bunch of call options on the S&P and on... On the Dream S&P? On the... The Dream S and P. I got some laughs deep, from in here. Deep Thank creator, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is that the guy? No, they'll get it. Your audience will get it. Is that the guy who just revealed this? Is why Samir didn't yeah. like yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Dream S and P. Dream S and P went over your head, and like call option put, yeah, whatever yeah, that was, yeah. like flew. Over he didn't me. even say put. You just what threw that out. That was yeah. cool. Yeah. Wait, what is the Dream S and P? Oh boy, I don't even know if we. Oh man, let someone. I'm gonna say this. What is it? Thirty or something? Explain it. Five. I'm gonna say this right now. Explain it in the comments. Okay, that's. I think that's that's a great thing to do is like let's let's make sure your audience who 
knows about the Dream SMP, they're going to explain it to you in the audience, and you'll be able to Can understand. Can I guess what it is? And yeah, you don't have yeah, yeah. Okay, right you, you guess what the Dream SMP is. All right, I will tell you. I will Ben explain it to you guys. So the Dream SMP was S-M-P. a S. MP. MP. Fuck. Now I really don't know yeah. what it is. <laughs> I thought it was S. Is it the guy who re- and P. revealed his face? I already asked yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. No, Emil yeah, asked it better though. That was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> He's so weird. I don't. I like, that's why I didn't come talk to you. That right. It's just right. like I can't. You were be, like, I don't want to be. A, I don't want to associate with his energy. Yeah. He just puts off a, ve- a bad vibe. Right. That's why back right. is starting right. to sweat. Right. See, it's yeah. like this kind of stuff. Yeah. No. I forgot that you can hear me. Yeah. And we can see it too. Yeah. Are you this deep in the game as well, Emil? Like, are you, you know, no, no, waking no. up in cold sweats about? No, I don't even calling I, and like, shorting and longing. I just, uh, I just put money in like index funds. Yeah, because uh, cool. Smart. Oh man, I would go. I don't, I don't, I can't do. Like, we play a fantasy football game, and like on Sunday, I'm like, I'll just check my phone at 11 p.m. because I, I would just sit there and look all day. Yeah. Go. I mean, we watched, we watched that one game with Zach and Walid, and I had guys in the game because I don't watch football. And I was just like, they were like, relax. I was like, this motherfucker, he's yeah. fucking my whole shit up. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't, I don't have that. Either. I understand why it's more interesting if you're like betting on sports to watch it, but I, I, I just can't get involved. I know. I just can't. I can't Devices, get involved. man. I, yeah. I, so, okay. Because you would end I've never up told like this story. owning the whole betting I, I don't know if I've told you this story. And this is like not, I guess it's not, it's just representative of who I am. I, I was one time at a 7-Eleven. You know about these. Oh, yeah. They're an L.A. staple. Yeah. You've heard it's about like these? It's like Wawa. Although I was at, I went to UC Santa Cruz. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was up in Santa Cruz and went to a 7-Eleven to, I don't know, buy a Gatorade or something. And there was a lottery ticket. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I never bought one of those. Let me <laughs> buy one. And it was a scratch. It was one of the scratch, you know. And I scratched it. And I, it's like a bunch of different ones. And I won five bucks. So you bought now five he's more. in. That's exactly right. That's exactly how they get you. That's how they get you. Pretty amazing. So then I was like, now I have money to buy five of these. And with five, at five X is my chances of winning the big pot. Hmm. 250K. So I bought five. <clears throat> and then I made zero on those five. <laughs> yeah. So then I spent my five dollars on the next set of lottery tickets. And I went home and I was literally like, wait. This is the thing. This is how they get you. Right. But I'm susceptible to that. So I can't get involved in any of this. Do you guys think that Mr. Beast will eventually come out with his own line of lottery scratchers? Because <laughs> as you're saying that, I'm like, he, that kind of works. Yeah. I could see you know, him I mean, doing I think that. arguably he already has, right? Like when he launched his Feast- uh, Feastables yeah. chocolate bars, like there was like a Willy Wonka golden ticket in all of them and they were scratch off like you literally would scratch it off put the number into the website and see if you won something and i think some of the prizes were money so like i think he's done it yeah but i i don't think he'll do it like jimmy cares a lot about his fans experiences yeah so i don't think he would do it in a way where like that you're buying a chocolate bar your expectation is you're buying a chocolate bar Mm -hmm. the 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 golden ticket to be in one of his videos is a cherry on top it's a surprise and delight that's like additional Mm -hmm. but i don't think he would do it just as like a buy this thing for an opportunity yeah you know what i mean like you would you would you are buying it for the chocolate you're buying it for the chocolate and then there's an additional layer of gamification on top of it yeah and i think that's that's what he'll you know continue to to sit in of like 
okay, he launched a burger chain. So, okay, why why are people are going to buy burgers? But what would make it a little bit more interesting, right? right. Yeah. If the burgers are made by your favorite creators, if you could show up to the burger location and a creator is there. Like yeah. he'll he'll add layers to what's already of value to yeah, it. The majority of your fans' experience can't be a loss. Which yeah. it, it would be in a lottery ticket situation. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> which was, yeah, for fans of the California lottery, it's primarily loss. <laughs> yeah. Whenever, it's a bad experience. <laughs> I only buy if I if I have a couple bucks in my wallet and I'm getting gas and they sell lottery tickets, I will buy a couple lottery tickets. And I will only buy the California one because you got better odds. The Mega Millions, it's like between 1 and 72, the numbers. California Lotto, it's I'm like 1 in 45. I'm out of this He game. told me to do I was doing it for a while. My problem is I like, I like fantasize. And so if I have a lottery ticket and the numbers haven't come out yet, I'm like walking around going like, Okay, well, so I'm going to do the thing where you wear the mask to go get the check because you don't want people to know. And then <laughs> oh, so you, go you got to fucking, oh, wow. I'm like, uh, uh, you've you already yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you're getting lawyers and accountants. We're going to, we're setting up trusts. We're figuring this whole thing out. <laughs> and I'm yeah, just I like, don't, I, I can't don't, live like this. I don't, I don't go there. I, I've like, in, again, in college, I bought those lotto tickets and all of these little experiences have just reinforced to me that like, this is not, that's not my world um, at all. Like, I don't know if I'll ever make money through you know, investments Be- beyond like handing the money to someone and saying, you invest this in a, yeah. you know, in an index fund, which is much more comfortable for me. Um, yeah. Speaking of, uh, Jimmy is his name? Jim, Jimothy. Yeah. Jimothy. James. 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 Yeah. We, we got, his actual name is Jimmy. We just got Jimmy big time so hard. Ben said, Mr. Beast. And you were like, Jimmy. Yeah. yeah my, yeah. my intention. Like, the thing about Jim is. Yeah. We actually yeah. call him Jim. Um, yeah. My intention was to make you guys feel less than. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Succeeded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jim, Jim, I saw turn yeah. down this billion dollar offer to buy. What was it exactly? They offered to buy his everything? His channel, all yeah, of his like brands. His so, company. Yeah. His whole brand. Yeah. All of his channels. Yeah. And he said no. Because mm-hmm. he thinks that. He's going to be bigger than that, obviously. That's why you would turn down I, a billion is because you think that you're going to be worth significantly more. I'll, I'll, I guess, like offer my opinion on why, why, because, you know, we spent a lot of time with him and we, was it about, about like a year, a year ago, we released our like, you know, two hour interview with him. And one of the most, th- one of the things I was most interested in was asking him about his relationship with money. And something that was really interesting is that he, kind of talked about how he grew up without a relationship to money. They didn't really have much money. So it wasn't like connected very much. He didn't he didn't feel like he had a lack of it, but he just didn't have a relationship with it. It right. was always a tool to unlock experiences. And the more and more time that I that I spend with him, you know, like it's not like he has this crazy house. He doesn't have a crazy car. He's like he said multiple times he's not that interested in buying material things. So at a certain point, I think all of us can experience, you make a certain amount of money. And if you're not interested in buying material things, then what, what do you use it for? Hunting humans. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But he's basically just like, I think from my experience with him, his, his, what motivates him is like the game of, of YouTube and like the, the, the desire to, you know, create and, and explore like the, the, where this platform goes meaning like it's we haven't seen the numbers that he's pulled on videos right we really haven't seen someone regularly get 100 million views on videos or push into like 250 million views Mm -hmm. and attract that much of an audience and i think right now i would say that seems to be the most interesting thing to him or even expanding to his 
you know, channels in multiple languages and 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 doing that. Oh yeah, I saw that. That's yeah. so smart. I mean, my perspective on him is that he's like a competitive storyteller. Yes. Like he looks at what's happening in traditional media and thinks like that's that sucks. I could do so much better with that type of budget. And I think he sees YouTube as an opportunity to continually like push the bounds of what can happen with storytelling. Yeah. And I don't I don't think that number like a billion dollars for us feels really crazy, right? Like if someone offered me a billion dollars, I'd be like, I don't even I don't have like a roadmap towards that. In my opinion, with all the different businesses he's building, he has a roadmap himself towards that. Hmm. So it, it would be like almost stepping out of the game early and re like relinquishing control of, of what he's doing. And I don't think he wants to relinquish control because I think he obviously knows something that a lot of people don't know. If a majority of people don't know the way he's built what he's built. Well, and also I think in the clip he says that it was that he doesn't want yeah. to give up control and... It also sounds like money's not that important to him. That's what I mean. It, like, yeah, it's, money's not. He likes yeah. using it to do the things he wants to do, but outside of that. I guess I would be curious to hear your guys' answer because I've thought about this a lot recently as like, you know, we went through a lot of years of not making money, like uploading YouTube videos, trying to make it as creatives, but just not making money. And you almost stopped at a certain point. That's right. Yeah. I mean, Colin. Yeah, we actually did yeah, stop. We actually like, did. I moved back to the East Coast. Shit. We yeah. stopped, but you couldn't see it from the audience's perspective because it wasn't that long of a period of time it was like a month like we had made the decision but we're still releasing content and then colin moved back and we got this crazy opportunity with um samsung and they came in and like gave us an annual sponsorship oh wow and like that was already he had already moved to philadelphia and i was in la and they offered us that and we kind of like we're like oh yeah. Shit. Like now. So, so you guys had decided we're not going to make any more videos. Yeah. yeah. You were gone. Yeah. Because we were primarily making money as a production company mm -hmm. and we did a couple brand deals, but it was, you know, for like $5,000 and that's just not enough for two guys in LA who are like pushing 30, if not mm -hmm. over 30 at the time. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, we just decided like we didn't go into this to be a production company to make videos for other people. And so, you know, we were friends and had worked together for eight years up to that point, but we were just like, all right, like this has been great, but we don't want to do this anymore the way we're doing it. So went our separate ways. He started applying for jobs. I started applying for jobs, moved home. Damn. Yeah. And then it was January of 2020. We got an email from Samsung that was like, hey, we'll give you a year long contract for your YouTube channel. Well, and it was a shorter project first. Yeah. We did a shorter project yeah. first. And, and then, then on the heels of that, it was like, yeah. here's a deal for, you know, what would have you know, helped us. We really could go the entire year just focusing on the YouTube channel. And it was really <laughs> like the universe being like, all right, like, I know you've been working on this for five, six years, but if you really want to do it, yeah, here it is. Here it is. Stick to it. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, that rocks. Yeah. It was a cool, it was a really, it was a cool moment at the time. It was really stressful. Yeah. Cause we were kind of like trying to play off uh, that, like, we both still lived in LA and every, like everything was normal, but like frantically trying to be like, all right, Colin, now you need to move back to LA. You God, need to. Yeah. He had moved with his girlfriend to Philadelphia. Um, she had already gotten a job. Yeah, it was. Oh. Yeah, it was complicated. Yeah, it was really. And then, and then lockdown happened. Um, yeah, literally like really complicated. NBA shut down. Tom Hanks got COVID. Yeah. yeah, we finally signed the deal in February. Yeah, and we had like two grand left in our bank account, and we used it for tickets for me and my girlfriend, and and an Airbnb, and an Airbnb for a month. Yeah. And some scratch-offs. And then at the last was scratch-offs, yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. been scratching As we the do. table the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so what were you going to say in relation so to So what I was going to say in relation to that is we went through that time and, you know, at that time when you, like, when you don't have money or capital, mm -hmm. money is the biggest problem. You know, it's a sure. massive problem in your life. 
when you start to come into it, I think one of the things that I've started to evaluate is like how much is enough. Because when you go from living in like a scarce landscape, right? When you're first starting out anything, um, you live in like scarcity mindset. You don't have, especially on YouTube, you're starting out, you don't have enough views, you don't have enough money, you don't have enough opportunity, you don't have like all this stuff is so scarce. Mm -hmm. And then as you come into, you know, things clicking and it working, you, you live in this world of abundance where every day there's a new opportunity in your inbox and you start having to actually decipher like, what do I say yes to? What do I say no to? Right. And from a financial perspective, I had to take a step back and be like, okay, I'd like to buy a, a house and I'd like to be able to live the current lifestyle I live and I'd like to provide for my family. I don't know what else I need money for. And so then you do the calculation and you're like, okay, that's not, that's not like an astronomical amount of money. Yeah. It's like three to $5 million, something like that. Mm -hmm. Sure. So I'm curious, like if you guys have thought about that of like, Hey, this is, this is enough money for us. Or if it's just kind of like a game or what it is to like make money, I guess understanding like as you push into your thirties, like what is your desire when it comes to making money? Do you want? Yeah, sure. How much money you guys want? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I my number used to be three million dollars, but then it three million dollars a year or three no, million dollars total. total. You yeah. could just like I calculated it out, and it's like with three million dollars, the dividends you could earn from that would be a little over a hundred grand a year, and that's perfect. Sure, that's all I would need. I just want to live close to the beach, be able to go surfing every day, and learn how to cook better and feed myself and maybe pop out a couple kids. Sure. Well, a girl would have to do that. <laughs> I'd have to convince a girl to kiss me first and then have... <laughs> That's true. There's some logistical things yeah. you're going to have to take care of. You're going to have to solve but, for that. that yep. first. Uh, yeah. But now that number is like $5 million because it's because the girl. more expensive and because yeah. the girl needs... Yeah, the girl. She needs to. you got to yeah. bribe someone. <laughs> uh -huh. But... Uh, <laughs> And then, you know, I do really like trading. I love seeing that. The rush? Yeah. It, it's And it's not even a rush so much because that's a bad feeling. You, you <laughs> yeah. cannot, that can become addictive in its own right. And then you start making bad decisions. You make, hey, I made 50 grand or whatever. And then you start to chase that and that's how you lose it. And then some. Um, I feel like everything you're talking about just quickly, it like relates to being a uh, YouTube creator as well or a social media creator who's like chasing the algorithm right? That, that validation of like, oh, we did that, that thing and that mm. rewarded us in this way. Oh, I've had, that, ooh, that gave us 10 yeah. million views or a million views. And you're like, I want that, that feeling again. And you almost like overlook what the substances of your content or the substance of the value that you wanted to bring to an audience. Mm -hmm. And you just go for that adrenaline rush of like numbers on a screen. Yeah. It's literally numbers on a screen that are going up. Yeah. You know, should we, that seems like a good place to transition to Social, or do you want to, sorry, do you want to answer how much, what's your number? How much money do you Mine's... need for your girlfriend? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the girl to get to yeah. kiss you, dude. <laughs> how much do I have to pay you guys? <laughs> okay, I'll get it. Motivate me. Comment in the comments how much I need to kiss you. <laughs> do not open that door. And yeah. then that's what I'll Let's make. stick to the, the you dream SMP. All Just my dream girls. Dream um, no, I mean, yeah, as long as I can... Also, we talk about this a lot on the show, like, yeah. you know, these billionaires who like just refuse to bow out and they're, it just seems like they're addicted to just 
getting their dick pushed in every day and they're like <laughs> they're like no i'm just like in the game though i love it i lo- like and and they'll get asked like you know why don't you just fucking bow out and like let someone else take over and they're like i just love making stuff i love creating blah blah and i'm like if i had anything close to what this guy had you'd never fucking see me again why is he yeah. doing this just like i mean i think he, zuckerberg was on rogan and he was yeah. he was like uh, it feels like every day I wake up and I'm getting punched in the stomach. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> There's something wrong with you. Yeah, yeah. stop. Um, so, I mean, it's like whatever. Especially if you have that feeling. Right. If, if you're if you're a billionaire and you're like, I wake up and I really enjoy being around this team and building startups and whatever. Yeah. Like, it's, sure. It's compulsive. Like fucking, you know, Adam Newman just got $350 million from Mark Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like people are like wow i can't believe he pulled it off blah blah and i'm like why does he want to do it again they did podcasts yeah. tv shows like all the stuff where people are just dunking on him they're like this guy's a fucking loser a fraud like we hate him look at his weird wife and you're like why just fucking Wait. leave man <laughs> what's the deal with his wife she's like i don't know like a cousin of gwyneth paltrow or something and they were like she had this weird hippy dippy idea for a school who knows but like go you have enough money go buy a plot of land in vermont and like start your weird school i remember you likened it to you already won the game now you're just spiking the football but you're not, you're <laughs> not. And that, i love that at, a, at one yeah. point it, totally it was is. that but then they're looking around going they're like put me back on the 99 yard line again i want to see if i can do it yeah. like why it's, it's fucking... 100 to zero you <laughs> yeah. won yeah. and so i don't have that in me at all i'm like if i get it you'll never see me again i'm gonna fucking you know i'm gonna buy houses for my family and then we're gonna fucking... one big house everybody lives there together no some kind of uh i don't okay. know we'd have to have our own space but Selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, Did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. 
For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. I mean, you get older and you're like, what makes me feel good? Yeah. And uh, yeah. the thing that makes me feel the best is like being around you know, not just family, but like friends and like you start to cherish it more. I, it's a big thing from being from the East coast. It's hard to be in LA. You realize it's, you know, it's so hard to go to weddings. Like you get calls from your friends and you're like, it's does, does this not connect with I you? I think at it's all? time to it's connect. Time for, <laughs> yeah, no, I had a conversation but, with my brother this morning and I've had go. it with him all the time. I, I think it, and I find it to be really difficult to live here. Oh, it's, it's so hard. I have these conversations with friends and I'm like, I forget how many kids they have. And I'm like, Oh shit, I haven't met that one yet. Yeah. And these are like, you know, people I grew up with, I love them. And it's, uh, Same. I feel so removed from that conversation. And then I get reminded when I get on the phone with them or something. And sometimes even my own family, like I know obviously like my nieces and nephews and stuff, but I'm so out of the loop sometimes yeah. out here. Um, but even just like culturally, it's so different. Oh, one, I mean, oh, dude, I, I go back to New York a lot to see friends and stuff. And I'm just, I mean, the, the, the people there don't exist here. Yeah. And I, yeah. So, I mean, I've just realized how important that is to me to be around the people who just make you feel like the most yourself and like, oh man, so just you think money's going to get people to surround you. No, but I can fucking get the fuck out of no, LA, buy a fucking brownstone in New York yeah. and so, just so, ride my bike and hear people shouting like, oh, fuck you. Fuck you. you know? nice. Your financial Doesn't, goal is yeah. to exit the trillionaire podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. Wow, dude, if that's <laughs> yeah. how you really feel. I'm just trying to get enough money to get off this fucking show. No, 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 like, no. We were talking about how we just want to like get off the internet. I that's yeah. basically my answer now is I just want to make enough money so that I don't have to be online anymore. <laughs> being online is what like an amazing story. It kind of it kind of it's exhausting, but I love it at the same. Like I yeah, love yeah. to. I would do this for no, free. No, this is the coolest thing in the world, yeah. and I'm so happy to do it. Honestly, like this is when I'm. This is probably when I'm the most happy. Mm. When I like then have to go back out into the world. Uh, like I think pretty much every episode we do there is someone writing on that screen and the fucking show. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I don't fucking want to. I want to keep doing this. It's yeah. fun. I like hanging out with Ben and like trying to make funny things happen. Um, You know, I don't know if, are you familiar with, you know how long Bruce Springsteen's concerts are? Yeah, of course. Well, that, yeah. that's like 14 the, songs as an encore. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. But so, I mean, I think in his book, he talks about how, uh, you know, it was like his, uh, he didn't want to get off stage because he was like, I know this feels right. Like I like playing music with my friends and I want to do this for as long as I can. So I'm going to go until my band members are like, we got to get off the fucking stage. And so I'm like, this is good. I like, I know how to do this. I think but that, then I go out there and I'm like. That level of like subjective happiness or subjective like enoughness is, is just so absent from the current conversation. Um, because even on, on YouTube, you know, things are like, gauged by these success metrics of of views or subscribers or you know and i mean they literally are you're working towards like we just crossed a million subscribers and something we wanted to do for a very long time and we get a gold plaque from right. youtube which is awesome the next plaque you get is 10 million fuck and i i we've been talking about this like i don't have another subscriber aspiration now like i really just being in a um, someone who made videos on YouTube for a long time and then never crossed this threshold, this is exciting and really fun and something that we wanted to get to. At this point, I really don't have another, like this is enough for me. 
from a subscriber perspective. Right. Like this is crazy to me that there was a million people that pressed a button for us. That's crazy. Now I just want to make sure our videos are providing value and that we're enjoying making the videos. And I, I think that that conversation sometimes isn't as present in whether it's the financial conversation or the the creator conversation of like, because all of this is somewhat infinite, right? Even like as a creator, you can just always make another video or make a short or make something that's going to get more views. You could always be adding more subscribers. We haven't seen where this, you know, right. like where, where the end of the universe is. It's It's ever expanding. And so I think that's challenging that I, th I think the most helpful thing is to have the conversation around like what what is enough for for you is this what this podcast is about no this is great okay good I love yeah. this. All right. and just they love sure. <laughs> it seems like my wife is a therapist if you have <laughs> if you can't tell yeah uh, is that helpful or or uh, is, does it present pro more problems than i had to promise her two million dollars so okay. <laughs> <laughs> um no it's incredibly helpful man. yeah it's so helpful it's also um the first time that Mr. Beast called me. I got off the phone and my eyes were lit up and I went downstairs and I looked at my wife and I was like, Mr. Beast just called me. She looked at me and she goes, you know, someone named Mr. Beast. <laughs> and I was like, yes, wife, come on. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like it's so refreshing that she's not yeah. in my world. Oh, that must be. And so is just more like looking at me and, and pushing those conversations of like, what about this world makes you happy? And just, you know, do that part. Yeah. You know, I like, it's so refreshing that I don't have someone that's, you know, oh, that, that in the space. Yeah. The thing that she got really like excited about was when we were on how I built this with Guy Raz. Cause Guy Raz to her is like the celebrity in the household. I don't know if you guys listen to that show, yeah. but he, I don't he's know. like, I've heard of it. You've heard of it. He's like an NPR host yes. and, and he's fantastic. He's a great interviewer, but like, that's like her, when that happened, she was like, I don't know. That's Your the world's collide. Yeah. That was like the world colliding yeah. moment. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the, you, you mentioned earlier, the getting that first like taste, that first hit and then trying to kind of replicate it. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about Vine like Vine, that was where I first, that was my first introduction to the internet. I was a little cynic. Like when YouTube first came out, my method, my means of consuming videos and sending them to friends, I don't even remember what it was. Like before YouTube, it was just- E-bombs world. Or yeah, random websites or like yeah. downloading them and then emailing them to people. And I would make videos and just email them to friends and try to get them to laugh. And then when YouTube came out, I just thought, this is stupid. Like, well, I don't even remember what the fuck. I think it's, I have an older brother who's incredibly cynical and that rubbed off on me way too much. And I just remember thinking, yeah, it's like Sam said, it's fucking stupid and blah. And then sometime later, you know, whenever Vine came out, 2013, it was this, I was like just balls deep in school and college and I just, uh, I hadn't had a creative outlet and I didn't need, I lost count at that point. And uh, I was starting to get into Twitter and because Twitter had bought it and then released it, all these people that I followed were doing stuff with it and I got into it. And it wasn't for like a year on it that I would see any kind of success, but I eventually, you know, I started figuring out, oh, what, what do people like, but also what do I like doing? And I liked making jokes and making people laugh on there and doing funny shit. 
and when it started like there was a kind of algorithm thing going on with it uh when it picked up it was like oh shit now i get it and i didn't know yet how the money might come and it never did with vine but um i don't know where the fuck i'm going with this but it's just the, you're talking about like the first rush you get yeah. of like posting something and then having feedback. Yeah, and people, that is a crazy people rush. telling yeah. me like I like that thing that you did. Yeah. Keep doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dance, monkey. And I liked that. I thought, okay, cool. And you dance. You like that, and I'll dance for you, baby. And I had <laughs> a couple dance. things that that I did that people really liked. And, and what'd was, you do? Yeah, do one of the there things. There was uh, there the was dance. a see if, we, <laughs> see if we like it. Yeah, it. Oh no! Now everybody's watching. Do the thing. There, just look up my fucking Vine compilations or some shit. I don't but like, know. what type of thing? You're like doing voices, talking to yourself. Yeah, there was like... one series. It's kind of hard to explain. I, I got one. I can do it for him. Yeah, do it. I because someone sent one of his comp. I had never seen his Vine. Someone sent. One. He goes like, uh, oh, here we are. oh, you're gonna oh, go. terribly. No, no, ben no, this is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty minutes. Um, just bought a parakeet. Oh shit! Does he get it? Oh, okay. These are just random. Oh, like, that's on, my dog on. eating let, a fucking let, let mosquito. Yeah, is brought to you by Avino. Avino. It puts the Avino on its skin, or it gets the Jergens again. It goes in fast. That's a funny. Okay. You don't need to explain it. You don't need to explain it. No, no, no. You can't because there's no titles. Like, what oh, the fuck is this whoa, shit? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, that's See? funny. Yeah, yeah you get funny. it. Okay, anyway. Okay. Oh, one of them was... Wait, wait, wait. I can't wow. hear it. Yeah. Oh, What's yeah. happening? Scary, you look Ben. Let's do it. Do what? Nice. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, right. there was, was one. Great. There was one series where I, I I summed up I summed up movie plot lines via a fictional or a fictitious character in those movies. Fictional. Yeah, fictional. Thank you. Yeah. What did I say? Fictional. 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 Make him nervous. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. But that that worked and like that really people really liked that shit. And then um. And then when Vine ended, everybody went to YouTube. Some people went to YouTube. Cody being a great example. Yeah. Cody, uh, he had no problem just saying, okay, fuck it. I'm going to go start this again. And I remember when he crossed like the 5,000 subscriber threshold. And I was like, damn, that's cool. I should get into YouTube. But then I thought, nah, man, I'm too late. I'm too late. It's- Amazing. And you're um, like, I'm too I'm late. Too I'll, get in, I'll get in 10 years from now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I thought, I don't know 20, what. I'm 23. There's yeah. no future yeah. over there. For me. Well, I thought, what's my thing going to be? Because I all in, until that point, all I knew how to do was do Vine. The, the lotion comedy. You could have yeah, done the, the lotion. Yeah. Fucking, so he does a bunch of those. He yeah, yeah. Like, there were like fake ads. Uh, yeah, it's this, funny. That this Vine's yeah. sponsored by Nalgene Water Bottles. The, the bottle and the... Thanks, man. No, Emil, yeah, you're no, doing no. great. Thanks for summing up my doing, thing that I Now I get the vision. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, good. that's funny. That's what I'm saying. I like cool it for him. Yeah. They like seeing yeah. the then, thing. But then, okay, so then I had a a uh, years without making anything on the internet, aside from like tweeting, just like making stupid jokes. And then a couple years ago, uh, I really liked the show Succession. And I was really high, and I was doing a couple impressions of a couple of the characters, making myself laugh. And long story short, I made this parody video where I am all the different characters and I sum up the first two seasons in it and it like blew the fuck up on Twitter, not yeah. on fucking okay. YouTube. Someone ripped it and put it on YouTube and it got like a million views made and I was like, yeah. damn, that sucks. And I just, I commented and I'm like, hey, this is mine. Can you just like 
put my name in the fucking oh, in the. This is the second one. Oh that one. Then. What oh, pisses me off? What yeah. pisses me off? Well, I did this the third season. I made it twice as long. I incorporated two new characters, and it didn't even get as many views. And I thought that this one was way funnier. But that gave me when that first one really took off. I was like, oh, I forgot how this feels. Yeah. This is so good, and nobody was giving me any feedback. It was just something that was born out of an idea that I had and it made me want to like get into other shit and do more things. And then now we're doing this podcast and I want to start doing like longer form stuff, but it's, yeah, it's hard. What's stopping you? It it feels like from idea to final product, there are so many steps in between. There are. Yes. And that's it. This thing is it's, it's hard. There it's are not an, it's like, like the, time. Yeah. The, yeah, there's like we can we can kind of name the people who make up this modern democratic creator landscape. And that's because there's not that many because it's hard. Mm. Right? Like yeah. it's fucking hard to do this. Uh, yes. To to have an idea in your head and then have it play out on video and then figure out how to distribute it. That is a hard thing to do like it's incredible to me that it's the most desired job right now you know amongst young people is to become yes. a, a creator why um, do you think that is because i think actually you take youtube creator out of it and it's like fame it was always interesting right being an artist being a creative that was always interesting um we always watched stories on, on in the movies or in plays about people who had done something that everyone respected or people were able to gain notoriety or fame through doing an act. And I think that that's always been exciting. And then it became democratic. So now you're, you're a kid and you're saying, wait a second, I have a phone too. Mm. So now you have this belief that it's possible. So I, to me, it, of course it's the most desired thing to do because right. it's, it's possible. Um, but that doesn't mean it's, it's going to happen. Like there are so many steps in between. I have a phone and an idea and this is my career. There's unbelievable amounts of steps there. And there's that double-edged sword of it's democratic, which means people can downvote it. People can not like it. Mm -hmm. People can, it can flop. And that I think is also a deterrent for someone like me is like, I don't want to even. They took the downvote, but you can't even see the downvote. Yeah. That's true, man. Thank you. (laughs) It's very true. But it's like, oh, if I do this thing, like I I followed up with this. I very quickly was like, okay, I got to make something else. So I made like a Papa John's, um, parody kind of thing it was right after he went crazy and i made this parody and i thought it was great it did not do but that doesn't well but it's follow the same trajectory which is crazy but like succession to papa john's is a big jump it's a totally different thing it's different thing and it feels similar and it's still you yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh, I can it's do it. I'll thing. try a different character. And do I, I think you didn't thing. care though that it didn't do well. No, because I liked it, and I thought <laughs> that that's a. That, but that's a that's good evolved. Lesson. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's evolved. very evolved. Because I feel like most young people actually want to get into this career because it's a career where uh, you get approval based on your identity, or at least the perception of that. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, yes, there's money in it, but it's also views, subscribers, or whatever is deemed as like approval of an identity of like, oh, this is just you being you, but. 33 or 60,000 or 100,000 people have watched it and said like, yeah, like I'll watch you guys. That's great. Yeah. So it's much harder to go the inverse way and like have a, a negative reaction and then still feel like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. And it's not even that it was negative. It just was like, it didn't, it was just underwhelming. It was yeah. just, you know, cause it came, I did it months after it was still so topical. 
there's something Colin said uh, in one of our podcasts recently around um, like the we used to think this was the business of self-expression, like mm-hmm. monetizing self-expression. Um, but actually, like when you think about what you what you did with the succession one, like probably what the audience wanted was a part three and a part four and a part yes. five. And it's we we talk about the spectrum of artist to distributor. So an artist is someone who has like something inside of them. They want to say it, whether or not we had phones, whether or not we had the internet, there's always been artists, right? Artists want to express something. Uh, A distributor is all the way on the other end of the spectrum. Who's like the studio executive who's making the decision that they want another Spider-Man because it puts butts in seats, right? And as a creator, you actually have to kind of find yourself in the middle of that. Mm. You have to think like a distributor of like what you have to empathize with what the audience wants next. But if you hate making it, you're not going to last. So you also have to have that artistry of like, mm. I, I want to express this. So the creators that have lasted the longest are somewhere in the middle there of artist and distributor. They have to be able to think like, what's the next thing that this audience is expecting from me and what do they want? And then you have to see if that overlaps with what I want to make, mm. right? You think about like on TikTok, um, this account, to touch an emu, this guy, uh, there was like a drone that went around him and he danced kind of Oh subtly. yeah, I, saw, mm-hmm. I love yeah. that. Amazing. Yeah. Do you want to watch him do something different? No. Who knows? Probably not. <laughs> I don't care. Keep doing the dance thing. <laughs> yeah. And, you dance, know. dude. Yeah. Isn't that kind of depressing, though? I mean, yeah. especially... No, yeah. it is. Talking. But that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that's the reality. Because it's not the business yeah. of self-expression right. all the and, time. And But I think mm-hmm. before all of this, there was... I mean, this all always existed, right? You had to make sure you were giving people what they wanted in some kind of way. Or you didn't. I mean, there were people who were or like, I don't yeah. care, and they died broke, and then later people found their shit, right, whatever. Right. But, Which is f- completely also fine. That's the business, or not the business, but that's just being an artist. But I do think it, you know, I mean, that guy's probably not the best example, but I'm sure there are a lot of people who feel trapped in this thing they got famous for now because the internet blows you up, and they're like, I just want to... I just want to do something else. I'm the dancing and, and, buck guy. And, and, <laughs> and we'll never get, not only that, like, it's just like, we'll, we'll never get to see it. Or like, we won't give it a chance because we're like, no, you're that fucking thing. Especially you're not an artist. In a world of this many creators now, like this much content that I can consume, yeah. the way we're consuming it in like a very rapid, you know, pace between shorts and, and TikTok, like we are, we are at this point, I think the scary thing about some of these these platforms and um, how they're building is that we are almost not interested in the creator themselves. We're interested in the feed, right? The stream of like this algorithm getting better and better at knowing what to feed us next. Um, the reason why I like YouTube and YouTube shorts is because then at least the short can lead you into the channel, which has a environment of the creator on tiktok we always say like if you take the top creators and you just take them off of tiktok it's still enjoyable because the for you page is enjoyable Mm. so it's not really about the creators it's about you creating content for their stream and and essentially creating like a surface for when someone learns when the algorithm learns like oh this person really reacts well to cooking videos you make cooking videos that people watch all the way through now it's in but right. do you think that that's just because I agree with you, and that is. But is that just our like old guy perspective? Are there people like the the people who have like seventy million TikTok followers? Are they, let's say they're nineteen, twenty years old? Are they logging on to TikTok with a completely different objective? It's, are they viewing them as the personalities that they are? Would their TikTok experience be different if they were suddenly gone from it? Their favorite creators. Yeah. 
Maybe. I wonder. Yeah, maybe. I think we've seen a lot of the the biggest TikTok creators transition over to YouTube, mm-hmm. similar to Vine, right? Your experience. Like some of the biggest creators today came from Vine, which mm-hmm. is so interesting. And I think you learn a lot in short form content that can then be applied. Um, you build an audience, you learn a lot, but you have to transition them over to a longer format right. space. Eventually. Eventually. Because making money on TikTok is non-existent. But it's also like you're reducing the depth with the audience. Like this, if someone, it, the people who are here beginning to end on every single one of your podcasts, you have an incredible depth with them. They are listening to your voices for longer than they talk to their mom during the week, probably. Sad. You guys. Yeah. <laughs> Call your moms. Call your mom. Call your moms Please. or dads or... yeah. Whoever's alive, significant your parent, other, yeah, yeah. your guardian, yeah. your guardian, <laughs> call someone. Yeah, but you're not talking to them for two hours. Yeah, you know? and you guys are doing the show for sometimes two yeah. hours, right? Yeah, between that and like bonus content, yeah, we are really, yeah, yeah. Some people spend a lot of time with us. Yeah, in How, in, in their ear, like in, you're occupying the space between their ears, like in their head, you know. So like your depth of relationship there is is way more than a like really catchy short form piece of content yeah. that I pass by. So do you think I don't even know how to freight well I guess Wait, can I ask you a question real quick? That just says ahead. do so, you like websites? As as we're as we're like talking about this, I'm curious how how do you guys feel about oh the God. the instant feedback that creators get now? That like artists get now. In what way? Like you know, just what you're talking about and you have to be artist and distributor at the same time, you know, do you think that's good for creators or bad for creators that they like immediately are exposed to exactly what mm-hmm. people think about it immediately or, and you know, that might not even be the real thought. Like how many times have you sat, you know, listened to an album and you're like kind of pissed and you're like, that album sucked. And then you get, come back to it like two weeks later and you're like, wait, this album is one of my favorite fucking albums. And so like, but you just get, if you are an online creator, you get whatever person that moves in an immediate, like, I hate this, this fucking guy. Sucks. I mean, the amount of Emil sounded like shit. Ben Ben is more, you know, willing to interact and stuff. You know, if someone leaves a negative comment or, or something, he'll be like, because sometimes people are <laughs> surprisingly negative or what. And he he Ben will be like, "Whoa, I'm sorry, man. I didn't know we had that effect or whatever." And the person weirdly like backs off and is like, "Oh, I don't even know why I wrote that. I didn't. <laughs> oh yeah. I I don't mean that at all. I love you guys, and it's it's so it's this bizarre." thing where as someone creating something you're like experiencing it with an audience at all times and not only that they can then like dm you and be like i don't like you and you're like i'm sorry i'll (laughs) i'll change tell me what to do yeah i do find real fast i do um i do find myself sometimes trying to satisfy the most vocal critic Mm. i liked it when you guys talked more about stocks within now you guys banter too much in the first 15 minutes and i'm like okay i'm sorry I right will, we will get back <laughs> and, to and there's just a t- i mean and if you yeah. look at comments versus views the yeah. majority of people are just watching the show and they're not and I, I have no idea how they feel but someone will leave a comment and say and i'm like we got to change the format of the show the whole we're doing something different of course. i mean to- we're susceptible to that yeah of course for sure yeah. in yeah. a major way right mm-hmm. um i do think one thing that's helped is that we have a reddit now and subreddit I like calling it the Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds more I'm prestigious. Trying, I'm, I'm working on calling it the subreddit. Anyway. It's technically <laughs> correct. Yeah. So what happens there is like our audience will uh, post something there and then it's like democratically upvoted. And if it has a bunch of up- upvotes and it's at the top, it's like, oh, that's something that collectively this group of people who's really passionate actually cares about and believes in and agrees with. Whereas on YouTube, one post can just be like, 
you guys banter too much in the beginning. Yeah. No one else has even read that in the comments. No one's voted that that's true. But you read it and you're like, oh, that guy's got, he must be right. Yeah. We need to change that. So I think that's a way where like we've been able to actually put our community in one place and have them vote upon things that they're actually uh, passionate about and like united on. And you're yeah, asking them for that. No, no, no we don't also, ask them for that. No, we don't like, ask they, they, them. they also just yeah. post things they like, whatever, like commentary but about I'm going to say that's We're tough to hear because I, I am getting I'm getting ripped apart on our Reddit on on the daily. Really? No, no, no. Uh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, though, I would, I would, um, the thing that we are really aggressive about is the definition of who our audience member is and what the value prop is to them. Hmm. And for us, our audience is made up of aspiring creators, career creators, and people work in the creator industry. Okay. So those are like our three audience buckets and the value prop is education. They're, they're there to learn mm -hmm. about the business of being a creator. Mm -hmm. So every bit of our show, we try and make sure it's tied back to that value prop. Now, if someone doesn't like the show and we're doing our best and we're confident that it's delivering on that value prop for that audience, they might not be a part of our target audience. That's okay. You know, we're, we're not for everybody. And again, that's, I think, like the, the, the way we are going to build a long-term career is by building depth, by providing that value to that audience, not to just generally provide value to anyone who comes around and is like, right. I came to this show for um, comedy. You guys aren't being funny. Like for us, we're like, well, you know, we try our best to be funny at times, but if it's not a part of the educational value of the show, it's going to get removed. So, right you're in the wrong place. It's also about the audience that you want to build. If That's you guys I mean, want to yeah. banter, then like don't take it out and of the banter. episode. Because yeah, then you'll- Let us. Yeah, let them banter. We'll let us. Chill guy 420 <laughs> out there. That's not very chill of you. Yeah. It's I not think, very 420 of you. I think we're in a weird position where I think there's a- I think there's a lot of different people who come here for a lot of different reasons. And so like- But what know, do you want the reason to be? Well, I mean, that's the, like, if people enjoy the show, I just want them to enjoy the show. So, but like, if we had like a hundred trillionaire mindset fans, I think like at least 50 or 60 would be like, they just like hearing me and Ben talk. Yeah, and then there would be yeah. like five guys who are just like fuming that we are not just straight stock talk. And I'm like, buddy, it's been 53 episodes <laughs> yeah, and like, we've yeah. never point, been. Not, and there's yeah, places like, for you. And they're just like, <laughs> and, yeah. and then there's like, I don't know, maybe like. 10 guys who are like tweeting at Ben, like one of us, one of us, one of us, because they think they're the same. And then, I don't know, like 30 people who are just, uh, who fully like the, you know, finance and politics and comedy. Yeah. Wait, so that brings me to this question. What's the special special sauce for longevity we have here in the outline? But like, mm. really though, and it seems like you've kind of answered that in a roundabout way that sure. you you find your audience, you do what, first of all, what you want to do. Yeah. Um, you find the value that the audience is looking for and you just kind of consistently deliver, right? Yeah, we have this definition um, that we call content market fit, which is three items. There's what you want to make, what your audience wants to watch, and what the algorithm wants. Mm. And the reality of being in this career is that all three of those things have to be checked on. That said, you know, one month from now, we might all of a sudden be like, we don't want to make this show anymore. Mm -hmm. But the audience wants it and the algorithm likes it. And that's a problem. We have to address that. That's a problem. If any of those get checked off, we have to address it. If the algorithm's like, I don't want two hour 
interviews anymore. You know, we have to then say, oh, man, but we still want to make it. The audience still likes it. How do we adjust now to make sure that this is fitting into making sure that all three of those things are checked on? So I think the creators who have done it, you know, Rhett and Link, who we who we interviewed recently for, for 15 years have been making together. They're just constantly kind of playing with what works and what they want to do. Mm. And you have to find a balance between those two things. Again, if you, if you find a thing that works, but you don't want to do it, it's like. Yeah, we have two of those three. We're kind of, we, we haven't yet gotten into the algorithm part yet. We, and that's where we're kind of not struggling, but it's like, okay, do we have to tweak anything and try to get into there? What is it? And we're just kind of. Yeah. hoping that maybe the algorithm, the computer God will say, okay, my sons, we will select you and congratulations, you're now in the feeds. I think my problem is that I always want to do what like we want to do. And I'm not good about thinking about that. And I think, so I mean, I basically, I stopped reading YouTube comments because I was like, this is painful for me. I don't like, you know. You know what? Yeah. Read them on this episode. I bet <laughs> you're going to want to know about the Dream SMP. <laughs> right. I will read for that. You're going to read about the Dream SMP. I so. read the, I read, because we have the TMG Studios app. I read those because, you know, it's fun. Those are subscribers and we're like interacting with them. And, uh, but yeah, I'm bad at, you know, I want, I want to do what we want to do and then people to enjoy that. That's obviously a huge, you know, insane thing to say, but. No, that's not insane I, at yeah. all. That's I wouldn't cool. underscore like the value of originality because I think a lot of creators that we speak with are thinking about how to be better than what's in their genre, but not many people think about how to be original. Yeah. All right. We're original. There this is an original. There's nobody yeah. like us yeah, yeah. out there. Well, I by think, the way, it is 4.30. But I, just no, I, so you know. Oh, by the way, sorry. I read wow. that. I was trying to be subtle with it, but I read it. I read it. <laughs> okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. You mean you subread it? I subread it. Whoa! Whoa! Wait, so my we... mic is falling. Oh yeah, keep the no, keep the doesn't... arm, the main part of the arm over the wood. I see. There I see. I've been leaning back. I hope yeah. the camera's been catching me. It's I might have okay. been out of focus the whole time. Do we want to talk about Mr. Elon Musk? Because yeah. that's something we got to feed that. Um, what, what did I say? Call? Chill dude, four twenty. Out there. Five seventy-two. Yeah. Cool. Something to keep in mind. Yeah. Five seventy-two on the calculator. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I actually got. Well, mine's not even on. Um, do you think um, some of those like calculator companies from back in the day are still around? Like, or do you think Texas, Texas, Texas Instruments? Instruments. Texas, Texas Instruments, yeah. dude, they're are publicly they, traded. They kill it. Do they you kill still, it? Do you yeah. still need one of those if you're in high school? I guess like a CI-83? Probably. What yeah, because they won't let you use your phone, I would imagine. Yeah. Hey, comment if you are in high school and yeah. use... Let's see. What's the high school calculator vibe <laughs> yeah. right now? Which camera? Yeah, let us know. That one? Okay, cool. Can Can you Google Texas Instruments stock? I think it's TI, but I think that, I want to say that they're like a $20 billion company or something like That's that. That's incredible. Well, they pivoted hard. They yeah, make look, uh, at, wow. look at that stock. They make weapons now. And um, <laughs> Is that good? By the way, it's just green. By the way, I'm so simple when it comes to stock. Whoa, just, they're a $153 billion <laughs> company and they make $18.34 in revenues? Jesus H. <laughs> Is it? Do they literally just sell calculators? It says yeah. they just, they do uh, design and manufacture semiconductors and various integrated okay. circuits. Uh, Fantastic! That sounds expensive. fantastic. They just did they just did calculators as a side hustle. Wow! Apparently. wow. Jesus That's just Christ! Marketing. Amazing. So Elon, Elon, yeah, yeah. Elon. I what is what is your guys' take on him buying? So if Twitter? anyone doesn't know, Elon first said he wanted to buy Twitter, and then he said 
no, actually, I don't want to buy Twitter. And then he got sued and he said, actually, I'll settle for the exact amount I said I would buy it for because Elon is a businessman. It's a classic case (laughs) of no takesy backsies. I don't know if we've ever seen a settlement (laughs) for the exact price you offered. Carl Icahn, uh, whose last name is similar to mine, but with an I in front of it. Thank you, Ben. But... (laughs) After Elon backed out. Guys, that's the value prop of this show. Yeah, right there, there, yeah. there that it was. That kind of shit. That's yeah. what people sign up that's and tune people. in for. Yeah, yeah, That's why they're pressing the subscribe button. But uh, he, this fucking billionaire guy made like a quick $200 million. He just bought, I, I guess he probably saw, read the tea leaves and figured he's either going to get forced to buy it or he's going to do it on his own. So when the stock dropped after he backed out, this guy bought however much, hundred or $600 million worth or something. And now, you know, he just made like $200 million. Fuck. You know what? Good for him. Good for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's great. Uh, that's great, man. Jesus. I'll tell you what. I'm not logging in to yeah. Robinhood. Yeah, I'm not logging in for ten years. I still get the tax document emails from them, and I'm just like, "Fuck off!" Yeah, and I had like eleven dollars. Yeah. <laughs> but so, are you guys yeah. big on? Do you use Twitter a lot? I just want to disclose I do own uh, three shares. Wait, Wait, yeah, Twitter? So you, I do. you own no, three? I, yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure everybody knows <laughs> yeah. that before we go Congratulations. Thank Wait, you. Yeah. So the buyout. When did you buy it? I'll get like 150 bucks. Dude, that's huge. You can get me a gift. I'll think about it. In exchange? <laughs> Wait, so that's how it works? When you make money, you buy him a yeah, gift? Yeah, yeah, When I make yeah. money, I buy him lunch. I never yeah, do, I'll, but we'll say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'll think about it yeah, again. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, this is like, this level of success nice is new for yeah. me. And I'm, yeah. What we'll, kind of we'll, gift do you buy? What'd you get me? A getaway? Uh, yeah. I haven't used it yet. He hasn't it's used like, it. You, been can, you can like go to a cabin. Two years. You can go to a cabin and... Yeah. yeah. You gotta use it before you lose it. Yeah, yeah, I don't even know where the slip is. Oh, so you don't have it. So it's, it's a, I'm sure it's a, one of those things that's like it's around the house somewhere. I'm going to find it in my email and just go. Sure. That's, that's actually a good idea. They yeah. I I one of the fucking TikTok things that I get is they will farm stuff from Reddit and there's often like what are some of the most unethical life hacks and this person says if you gift someone a gift card of any kind, keep the number and just check in on it in a year. <laughs> And you can Great check it hack. digitally. And if they haven't used it, just use it. Fantastic. <laughs> I love that. probably forgotten about it. You might as well use Dude, it. Dude, I so gave my brother, I gave my brother a very expensive massage gift card that I'm confident he has. Wait, you want to hear a fucked up story? Yeah, let's get into that. Right? It wasn't. Yeah. No, it wasn't. And so then what, what guys? You just hook. interrupted. Way, no, We're gonna come back to Elon Musk and Twitter. Just yeah, stay, we'll, we'll, we'll get, get there. there. Stay tuned. And at the end of the show, we're gonna get to a New Jersey connect from <laughs> Emil and Colin. You guys have been waiting for the last Big hour connect. and a half for this connect. It's gonna happen. So stay tuned. There's a massage place I go to in LA. So I, I've gone like twice, and my mom knew that I went there, and I was having neck problems. She got me to for Christmas. And then I had gotten a girlfriend a gift card there. Oh, a girl. Before we broke a lady. Before we broke up. Oh, okay. And okay. then and it's weird when when they don't have a good system for putting it in the other, other person's name. So m- the one I got my girlfriend at the time was in my name and the one my mom got me was in her name. Mm. So I went in there to get a massage. And I said, yeah, I should have one for Emil DeRosa. They were like, great, you're all good. And then like two months later, I get like, 
you know, these text messages like, I can't believe you would use the fucking like thing just because we broke up like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what the fuck? I didn't, I didn't use it. Like, what are you? And then it was a whole fucking thing. She was calling me. I called the police and I was like, you got to fix this. Called the police? No, no, I called the police. Oh, the police. Uh, You called the police? Oh, I wish you would call the cops. And then, so the police was like calling her like, I can't believe we made such a horrible mistake. I'm I'm just going to say this. I think. That was grounds for you to use the massage, though, right? Because yeah. that sounds like, like an opportunity for that, her to just get back in touch. Or yeah, something. like yeah, I, that I happened think, to I me. Think actually, I'd just you, be like, uh, you know, sorry, I'm, toots, water totally under safe. the bridge. Yeah, too I'm bad. Not, I'm not going to get the, that massage. That the amount of times me. that they have told no, us no. to wrap it up, I didn't know it was going to be like that. You know, but like this is <laughs> let's got it, guys. We, the the New Jersey Connect has to come, so let's do the Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so I just thought it was funny, Elon. I I don't I don't. He Here's now what I'm, th- I'm rooting for. What? So people are going to say people will want to leave because Elon will tank Twitter, and I'm rooting for him to tank Twitter. And with the way things are going with Meta, Zuckerberg could tank Instagram, and I'm going to get my fucking life back. I'm not going to go on oh, Instagram. That'd be so Dude, nice. all we have to do is be real then. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's I, it, baby. Be real that's sucks. It. <laughs> be real is the app that you, sends you notifications. Let, let that's me, it. Let me tell you something. Be real is boring. And yeah. no one's admitting it yet, but it's boring. I delete. Yeah. I had it for a week, and all I did was miss the notifications. Yeah. So it was like, you got Ben, you you're four hours late for your be real. You got to do it, and then it'd be like so and so just posted theirs six hours late, and I'm like, okay, you know what? You're done. You're I'm you're done. deleting you. Yeah. Wait, but you're done. My phone. Do you know why be real is actually good? Because oh, I mean, it depends how you use it. But I only do it with. It's only close friends. I, the only people I accept are friends. And no matter how many times you guys fucking request me, I'm not going to, yeah. we're not going to be, be real friends. But the, it's, it's just like, it's literally probably 15 people. But like, what, like, what are you putting out into the world? Like, what if, like tell me, like, what's a hit on your like How? What's one that you're like, you get the notification, you're like, oh, this is good. See, you guys are thinking about it too. It's not hits. You're it's just not, showing what you're doing. just being real. I'm just yeah. being real, baby. Yeah, yeah real. but like, give me a hit. That's real. Now, yeah. see, you're too wrapped up nah, in the- guy's in, wrapped up in the algorithm. You're wrapped up <laughs> in- <laughs> yeah. this guy. You got YouTube in something. I'll tell you what. Million subscribers guy got to this guy's more interesting life more often. What people do get a lot is me- I've gotten a lot of comments of you never put your shirt on because I'm often at home a lot. And if I'm at home, you're posting, you don't put a shirt reels? back on. No, if it that's comes a nuts up, move, it, dude. Yeah, I just want to say it, that's like, a nuts move. Hey, and you also, feel like him, you yeah, have your I know, shirt off I know, all the time, too. Do you also, just feel liberated because you can't be judged? Like, that it's like, I got to be real? My shirt's off. Like what am I supposed to do? People in this room cannot believe we haven't covered Elon Musk Twitter yet. We have yeah. just yeah. continued that. Yeah. He's just such a he's such Wrap a, up soon. Please do not go so long. He just this show is boring. Look, they do this every Why week. Do you we keep can go as long talking. As we... What are the hell are you guys talking this about? You guys your, should see this agenda. It's unbelievable. This is Emil's Bruce Springsteen. This is not Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, yeah. this is the 14 minute like, We will go 18 yeah, yeah. songs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next topic is stocks. Do you trade? Well, we are. We no, already oh, we already did that. that. My bad. That's really trade yeah. anymore. I thought we were back up to the yeah. top. But I don't of the know show. if you saw that. Just uh, we'll wrap it up with this. Let's wrap it. Elon Musk said that that he's now uh, he's uh, buying Twitter was the first step toward creating X, the everything app, which is just fucking great. It's a great idea, and I love it. I can't wait to see what X, the everything app, is after he's done sending everyone to Mars. You're going to feel real stupid when fucking, it works. Yeah. When I have a million followers on X, you're yeah. going to feel <laughs> really dumb, man. man. Yeah. When I'm kissing my y- yeah. cat girl robot <laughs> on Mars on the X app. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's here, just, here's the thing. Wow. I think um, 
I think Twitter is going to substantially change. Like, yeah, of course. I um, think a lot of people are going to leave. It's going to substantially change because actually right now, like the basis of the platform, if we just take a step back and look at how it runs, it, it's it's a the reason why, it, it, you know, some of the decisions were made that he didn't agree with is because it needs to be an ad safe environment. Like these are all advertising platforms or essentially these are like television networks and someone coming over the top like him and, and buying it and privatizing it. You have no idea what his view of what this should be looks like. And yeah. that's the first people get to go are going to be the advertisers. I mean, and imagine a world where he allows like Andrew Tate, right? It's true. Like run yeah, rampant. Yeah, then yeah, then yeah. you have a lot of advertisers who are like, oh no, we're not going to agree with that. And then the advertisers, and there's no more pressure, monetary pressure to keep it a certain way, which actually creates some level of rule of law there, right? Which which is what people don't want with the, you know, Elon Musk and that, that you know, contingent is like, I don't want rule of law here. I want to be able to say anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but without advertisers, you then you can't charge the user because his belief then too is it should be more of like a public good. Yeah, but like he's got enough to town. Like yeah. it's a utility. It's utility. a town hall. He's got right? enough money to make so it. So then how do you make money? If I don't adver- think he wants Advertisers it. pull out. The problem is he doesn't have to make money with it. So that's but actually- in some way you have to keep it going, right? Like there's a lot of cost. Well, now that he's now that it's private, yeah. I mean, it's. I guess he's just going just to bankroll it himself. Yeah. Who the fuck? Well, his plan is to take it private, fix what's broken- and then take it public again in a couple of years and hopefully show work his Elon genius brain, uh, superhuman energy magic to turn it around and make it, you know, a good looking package that now it's profitable and now they've gotten rid of all the bots and shit and then go public probably for a hundred billion dollars twice for what he uh, bought it for. But I, yeah, I don't see that happening. I think what's strange for me is I just never expected a world where these mega billionaires would start buying companies off of other mega billionaires. Yeah. Right. right? Where like Jack Dorsey is like, he is famous. He's a celebrity as, you know, a founder. I never thought I would see a world where like Elon Musk would come in, like, or someone would come in and eventually buy like a Zuckerberg company or something like that. I just wonder if in, you know, years and years and years to come, like, does Mr. Beast buy YouTube? (laughs) Just imagine that. Like, imagine if like big creators just, by the platforms because Elon's a creator on Twitter, right? Yeah. He's one of the biggest creators. Like just imagine that world where it's like beast tube. Yeah. Does he let Trump back on or does he not let Trump back on? Cause he knows Trump's a better tweeter. It's tough. He, he I will have let absolutely him. no idea. Absolutely. He will let him back on. Yeah. I think he said so. All right. Anyway, All right, uh, final thoughts. Whew, we should do a segment like this. If you're still with us, you know, thank you. Should we go thank for you. the last New Jersey connection? Should we Here go? Here we go. Favorite, favorite Here it Bruce is. Springsteen song. Ooh. This is too hard. I don't yeah, that's too I hard. Yeah. yeah, I mean, let's just talk. I about mean, Rosalita Duncan. is just like, uh, come on, come on. <laughs> at the end of the show. That's phenomenal. Uh, what about Jersey Shore spot? Where do you go? Oh man, <laughs> uh, man, you're not a part of this. <laughs> Sorry, whoops. Yeah. Big Asbury Park guy. I mean, just because obviously, yeah. right? Uh, and yeah, I used to. Go, well, it was funny because Asbury Park. It was like you didn't go there as a kid, it was, and then all of a yep. sudden it just turned into this like. Fun. Did you go there as a kid? A little bit. Um, I All think right, guys, our, I'm going to head out. I think yeah, our yeah, Greek yeah, church yeah. was I'll, by I'll see you guys later. <laughs> yeah. Here, Ben. Yeah, I do have an L.A. question. What's your favorite freeway? Oh, this is why this everyone suck. hates this sucks. It's got to be the, sucks. the 105. Oh. You the guys 105. should leave. Get oh, out of here. The 105. Enough. Brand new. It's the newest one we We're got. We're over here talking about culture. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was Park. in the movie All Speed. you guys have is freeway. And yeah. burritos. We have Get burritos. Get out of here. Fucking go to 7-Eleven. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. hey, Whatever. where can people find you guys? Uh, just search Colin and Samir. And if you're really into the world of creators, you want to learn more about that, we also have a newsletter that we send three times a week. It's called The Publish Press. You'll find that also anywhere you search Colin and Samir. 
But thanks so much for having us, guys. This was yeah, great. Thank you. Stuff. This yeah. was really fun. Yeah. We could have gone longer if some people didn't yeah. say, hey, yeah. shut the fuck up. Yeah, you guys. We're kidding. We love you. We know we're on a tight doing. ship over yeah, here, yeah, guys. Really like, do. yeah. We're going to do our Bruce Springsteen show one time where we actually do three hours or longer. Yeah, and we sweat and stuff. Wow. You're getting a little hot. Yeah. Sweaty. I'm yeah. a little sweaty in here. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so long, folks. We love you. Bye. I don't know where to Bye. look. Bye. This week on After Hours. Do not suck, Do not us, suck us off. <gasps> My ex-girlfriend was on Sesame Street. <laughs> ah! What happened when they <laughs> I haven't even been to war and my penis doesn't work. <laughs> Sign up on tmgstudios.tv to watch the full bonus episode. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today.